Good morning, good morning. Welcome to uh, uh, the gated community. Uh, what time has just gone? 20 past nine. Um, and uh, we've just come back. Well, I've just come back and my wife and I, we've been out. Uh, my wife's not into entertainment. She's, she's a nurse and she gets escorted every morning off the uh, gated community uh, to go and be a nurse. Uh, but the rest of us, the entertainers, have to stay here. Uh, and we always have to be escorted off the uh, off the site. But uh, welcome. Uh, we've just been out practicing for the annual uh, uh, Vitus Day. Uh, Vitus is the uh, he's like the patron saint of entertainers. Um, he's a high priest. Let's be honest. He's a high priest. And every year we have an annual uh, parade. And we've all been out. We've got a parade square here uh, where we go and uh, practice. We're marches uh, for for the big day. And uh, it went all right. All right. Yeah. The uh, the, uh, the dancers were good today. We've got uh, some retired dancers. We put them up at the front because they had a wee bit of a schnaz to it. Um, but when, anyway, Vitus. Vitus is the Lord. He, he's a high priest. Uh, of entertainers, so we look up to him. That's that's effectively it's the Vitus uh, Association that, that uh, this uh, this community, the gated community, is uh, is funded by. Well, we we fund it ourselves. We pay a tithe or a stipend. Is it a stipend? We pay a stipend uh, to uh, the Vitus Association. When I say stipend, we pay all our money to them, and they provide everything we need here. Uh, housing and and discipline and everything like that. So it's it's really rather nice. Uh, but Vitus is also I discovered today. He's also what he's the uh, high, he's the patron saint of uh, epileptics. Uh, he protects against lightning strikes, animal attacks, and oversleeping. Well, I could see why he would want to be at the uh, the head of the uh, entertainers. That's got everything there, isn't it? Especially the uh, the oversleeping. But it was good. Uh, we we practiced. Uh, that yes, yeah. We're hoping, we're hoping it's, it's September. We start practicing now for the uh, the uh, the march past. Uh, we start max, uh, practicing now, and uh, we're hoping this year. Last year it was Timmy Mallet, who turned up turned up to take the salute. The uh, it's oh sorry about that. Just hit the uh, thing. Uh, they take the salute and. Uh, last year it was Timmy Mallet, but he didn't bring his mallet, which is a bit of a disappointment. This year, we'll be marching past and taking the salute is Bonnie Langford. So we are chuffed to bits because she's big now. She's, uh, you know, well, she was, well, she's not big. Uh, she's she's kind of tallish. But um, she uh, she's uh, she's the whole thing with, uh, you know, entertainment. And so we'll be marching past and giving... Uh, Bonnie the salute, the uh, gated community salute. So it's all I, it's really quite exciting. Um, I've been thinking a lot uh, as well. I've been thinking a lot about tear gas because um, you know all these, all this, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter protests, and quite rightly so. Uh, but in America, they don't have to go through the tear gas, don't they? They use a lot of tear gas. So I did a bit of research and the, to see who uh, who provides tear gas. And it's a big industry, but I was wondering what, how you would feel about that. When you when you ask your dad, what do you what do you do, Dad? Uh, I sell tear gas. I said, yeah, I sell tear gas. It, it's to subdue uh, uncompliant uh, uh, crowds, and we uh, we farm. The thing that I did find, I did. I, I won't name the name of the site. I don't know how, how how many. I mean, you must have to go through some kind of, you know, you know, got to be checked out that you're not 
you know, some kind of terrorist. Um, you'd have to be a police, <laughs> you'd have to be a police force in America before they let you have uh, tear gas. Uh, but uh, I, I tried to see what the cost of uh, the canisters would be and uh, also how they come, all right, how they come. And I took some notes on this. Wait till you let me tell you what the notes are. Uh, that, uh, yeah, uh, they've got special, they get special kinds of uh, tear gas. You've got the ones that are kind of just a normal one. They just fire out, just to disperse that. And then it goes up to two, uh, which is slightly uh, more, more kind of uh, pungent. I don't know. Um, uh, then it goes up to three, which is apparently, I was seeing here, it's, it's really, really, it fires off. It's very hot. It's, it's a hotter um, tear gas. And it, it will finally get rid of people who are resistant to discipline. I think we've got it here in the uh, gated community, but we're, we're not that bad uh, for discipline because uh, we just get thrown out if you get thrown. And you don't get your money back, by the way. You get thrown out of the gated community. None of that malarkey of uh, claiming and going to the, uh, to the you know, courts and things. No, no. Uh, Vitus, the Vitus Association for Entertainers is uh, way, way uh, beyond that. Yeah, they don't, you know, we're, we're effectively above the law. Back to be, yeah, that, we are above the law. Question for you, do 3D, has anybody ever done a 3D printer that makes a 3D printer? It's a bit like what came first, the chicken or the egg. Could a 3D printer print a 3D printer? The reason I'm asking, because uh, I'm very excited, because I see uh, that uh, they're making uh, cartilage for knees and hips with 3D printers. They're using some kind of special elastic kind of thing. So they're using cartilage to, uh, you know, to, and, and, pre, pre, and that could be inserted into your knees and everything. I'm really quite excited because I need, what's I need? Um, I need two new knees and I need uh, two new hips, but my right hips, hmm, I'm just trying a wee bit of jam on my shirt. Hmm, nice. I like that. It's like five, finding money in your pocket. You know, when you put a pair of trousers on, you find money. Hmm, strawberry jam. What was I saying? Yeah, uh, the, these, uh, the, so they're going to print cartilage and maybe even uh, like hip replacement stuff. So they won't have to, this chair's squeaking. Uh, the, um, they, they, they won't have to do, do you know, uh, titanium or whatever it is. They'll just shove a bit of a uh, 3D thingy into your, your body. I suppose it'll just be a, if, it, uh, if it gets rejected uh, there. But I, talking of that as well, I went out the bike. Oh, actually, to be fair, during the lockdown... Uh, when they said you can go and ex exercise, it's, uh, I haven't been too bad. Uh, I've got the uh, mountain bike. I love the mountain bike. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a big old push when you're gone. But I was out yesterday. And what is it about? Is it just me or is any other, uh, you know, uh, anybody else a bit competitive? I cannot let anybody go past me. Yesterday, a bloke, I was on the mountain bike with the big wide tyres, these massive bits of rubber that stick to the ground. And this guy can pass on a, you know, a racing bike with the tiny wee wheels. Mm. He was carrying a bit of junk, to be fair. He's, he's back end, he's, he's a massive arse. Massive. You know, he was wearing the Lycra as well. I, I sometimes wear the Lycra. I can't deny uh, the Lycra. But um, I can go away and I can actually... I, yesterday, for instance, I did 21 kilometres on the bike and I didn't have any Lycra or any uh, cushioning. I just stand up every now and then. When I go down the hills... I had to stand up and get, you know, shake it off, as it were. Anyway, this bloke came past me and he, he didn't even say hello or cheerio or well done you for doing what you're doing. He didn't do any of that. He just literally just went past. 
and and they need, you know, I think there is a wee bit of, I'm honest, I think there is a wee bit of a kind of uh, mountain bikes, racing bikes, you know, uh, us mountain bikers are seen as a bit, mm, yeah, it's a mountain bike, you don't do 50k in a day. So what did I do? I decided I, I'm not having this. So I started putting in the uh, oh, my, my wee legs, my wee legs. I've got um, I've got those blocks of wood on my pedals. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I still got those. And I I I I, still, I went after this guy. I went after. Of course, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat a racing bike. You're not gonna you you can't you can't you can't beat a racing bike when it's you know it's fast and you know he had a big backside, but his legs were pretty big as well. When he realised that I was chasing him. He put a bit in, didn't he? He started putting it in. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and he let me get close enough, and then he went again and left me. He, I was humiliated, but it was enough to get my heart rate right. Get this, because I've got one of these monitor things. My heart rate went up to 179 at the peak, at the peak of the chase, and up to 179, which is, you know. If you're 63, I don't worry, it's 63. What's your maximum heart rate? Uh, whatever you, but um, but I can't, I, I would like to say to you, I would like, wouldn't, I'd just like to say this morning, I won't do that again, because I said to my wife yesterday, I said to her this morning, I was really kind of uh, slow getting out of bed this morning. Uh, and she said, what's that? I said, well, just a bit. Yeah, she said, well, that's because of the racing thing yesterday. And I said to her, yeah, I won't do that. But I will. I cannot, I will, I just, I just can't let another cyclist go past me. It was like when I did a marathon once, I, I did the Glasgow Marathon, and a guy, and I'm not joking, a guy was carrying um, a buggy on his back, right, a buggy, and it was carrying you know, um, sort of sweeties and everything. But he had one of those baby carriers on his back, and he overtook me. It not only overtook me, he left me standing, and I did a lot of standing in that marathon. But I, try, I still tried to catch him. But what is it about, is it a man thing? Is it that you just can't, I can't just go and exercise. I need to try and be first, you know, to get, mm, I can't let you beat me. I've done it all my life. I think it might be the Scottish thing. It might be the wee bit of the, uh, you know, uh, the kind of, you will not get past thing. Uh, do you see this thing as well? Um, I don't know what, I've just come into the back end of this argument. Uh, something happened about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter and then something happened about somebody tweeted that the tea industry, uh, Yorkshire Tea, were apparently not. It's good to see uh, Yorkshire Tea weren't supporting Black Lives Matter (BLM) as they call it. And Yorkshire Tea went, "No, no, hang on, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, we are get, we are getting educated. We are learning how to do uh, what what needs to be done, and we'll make a statement. But we fully support Black Lives Matter." And then. Uh, somebody else kicked in as well, uh, PG because uh, um, uh, PG Tips or somebody they went in and said, "Yeah, listen, don't get down that road because if uh, if you think tea industry tea industry supports uh, racism, you're wrong. You'd have to start drinking something else." In fact, one of them said, "Don't drink our tea ever again. <laughs> don't drink our. Don't you dare buy ever. I only ever." issued that kind of demand to somebody who phoned me up another radio station years ago and said something really offensive and I said never listen to me again I couldn't stop them listening but I said never phone me again um I don't think he did he was just a, it was just just a weird it was like an overnight session um that uh, oh uh bit weird today I've just had uh my quote through 
uh, when my mother-in-law died, we 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 took we had we took the car that she had, um, and uh, it's part of the set where the uh, the will and everything. And it's it's an automatic. Uh, it's this is this boring? I what what the hell? Who's nobody's listening? It's all right. Um, but we took it. So, uh, but I've had the insurance quote, and it's like three hundred and eighty quid. Uh, because it's an automatic, 61 uh, uh, Ford Fiesta automatic. Uh, so I'm going to have to go out and uh, try and get a cheaper car. Because this one also, uh, road fund, blooming heck. you got to pay road funding it. My other car's free in the road. So I'm going to have to go into that. Man, do I get nervous uh, when I go into... What is it about going into car places where you just feel completely and utterly out of control? I do. I go in there and I just become... Like, Hi. Yeah, can I can I test drive? Can I test drive the yellow one? And they then they know what they're dealing with, don't they? And they said, do you want a price on the old one? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that yeah, is that all right? Yeah, can you give me a quote, please? I don't know why my voice would go, but yeah, yeah, give me a quote, please, for the uh, that one. Yeah, yes, yeah, please. I'll just go and test drive this one. And you go and you test drive it. You go away on my own. You come back because you don't want to upset them. Why? Why? Why do you not want to upset them? I've seen people, like, good people, would actually get the, the bonnet open and get stuck into it and, and have a look and see what's underneath the bonnet. Anyway, um, I'm going to have to go out and do that, uh, but I'm going to try and act. I'm going to try and act like um, Alan Sugar or somebody of that ilk and just go, right, OK, <laughs> I can, I can uh, negotiate. Don't you worry. I know where I am around a pound sign, whatever that is. But then, they'll, you know, they'll say, well, look, because all I'm interested in, I'd quite like it, you know, I'd quite like a decent radio, uh, you know, or sound thingy, um, low mileage, but you, you know, most of them are fleet cars now anyway, low mileage, uh, no, in, no uh, low insurance, uh, high, high, higher on the, um, the uh, petrol and everything, uh, and or diesel, uh, high mileage, and I mean, you get lots of miles for your fuel. Uh, so, I mean, so I'm not asking a lot and I don't, I don't like, I've never been into, I'm not a, a shiny, I've never really done the shiny car thing. I, it's not, if I became a millionaire, I don't think I'd be the guy that would go and buy a massive, uh, I'm trying to think, a Bentley or something. I don't think I'd do that. Oh, by the way, um, one of the things, the great things about uh, being uh, in the lockdown is the rubbish you look at online, but you learn stuff as well. There's these things called hacks. I've just got this one up here. Let me just show, show you this here. Uh, yeah, how to get how to get you. You know when you um, your towels go a bit crinkly, and I don't because I don't mean because you don't wash them. You know they go a bit hard. Yeah. Well, this woman's just sent a hack into it. I think it's the uh, Melly Dale. Yeah, Melly Dale. And let me just see if I can get this up here. Yeah. She she yeah you know, when it's on oh, it's on the TikTok, right. Say goodbye to stiff, crusty towels. <laughs> crusty towels. I used to work with him. He did overnights on Fabric FM. Yeah, say goodbye to crusty towels with the caption, the secret to fresh, fluffy towels. Uh, this mum says the first thing to do is throw your towels in the washing machine between 40 and 60 degrees Celsius. I wouldn't know. Is that high or low? I don't know. Add liquid detergent, but instead of using, and this is the this is the hack you've got to get excited about, but instead of using fabric softener, add a cup of white vinegar. White vinegar, and apparently that will, half a cup, 
will add, will um, make your your uh, your towels lose its crustiness. You don't like a crusty towel, do you? I'm just try to get this thing up. Let's see. Yeah, just add a half a. Now listen. Uh, by the way, don't blame me if your your towels don't turn out crusty or actually completely, you know, burn away. And once the cycle is complete, shake the towels out and leave them to dry until they are slightly damp before throwing them in a tumble dryer for a few minutes to finish the dough, which helps with softness and absorbency. Isn't it funny with towels as well, that you have to wash towels when you get them so that you can use them to dry yourself because the towels, you know, they're that hard way. Not anymore, madam. No, 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 not anymore. When you've got half a cup of vinegar, get stuck in. Get stuck. So anyway, you might have known that. You might have known already that, that that's a thing that, well, well done you. Why didn't you share it with the rest of us? Some of us have all just been through the hell of crusty towels. How many marriages have been broken up when the bloke came? You know, but I, I'm fed up with you. What is it? Someone else? No, it's the crusty towels. I can't stand crusty towels. Crusty towels must have been used in uh, the late divorce proceedings when the the uh, who is the uh, the third part is crusty towels, Your Honour. Ah. Uh, didn't use the vinegar. No, Your Honour, we didn't. Not on this occasion. We cup of coffee. Mm. Got the coffee delivered by my son again this morning. Mm. One from the drive-through Costas. It's quite nice again, but I do miss sitting in it. I do. I miss because we we get um we get a mini bus organised. Uh, it's every one before lockdown on Tuesdays and Friday afternoons we get driven to uh, drive-through uh, coffee place. And we sit there in the minibus and then they bring us back. We're not allowed to leave the minibus. Just well, it's just 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 for just for safety. Yeah. It's, I mean it's just that. We could we could get lost, couldn't we? We could get lost in the whole place and they, they don't want to lose us. Uh other thing, I am I gone a bit too long? Let's say 18 minutes, we're fine. Nobody's listening to this, it's fine. I might do, I don't know how many of these I do. I might do, because I use it this time of day. Me and the uh, Stainton were making the antidote, but we did the last one yesterday. Episode 60 of The Antidote uh, went out on Zoom. Ah, oh, boy, did I get custard-pied. Two things, Stanton turned me down at that end, so I sounded like I was in an echo chamber. And then secondly, somebody put it on the Facebook, I looked like Huey Green. I did a Huey Green impression, to, in, in his defence. I did a Huey Green impression at the uh, the end of it. Um, right at the end, I did the kind of, friends, I really mean this sincerely. The old crapometer, you remember the crapometer? It was. It was an arrow on an, <laughs> on a sliding scale. And when the audience applauded, it would go up. And then it would go... This thing, for people who are used to the digital voting and everything, you know, voting your app or anything, uh, on Opportunity Notes, this thing would go up to the number and then teeter. As the applause... And then the applause would die and this thing would go down. Uh, but that was never used. That, that was not how it was decided how, in Opportunity Notes who would stay and who would go. You had to write in and vote. No internet. It was all done by postal votes. Um, was, yeah. So uh, that that whole thing of uh, you know applauding and everything. What was I talking about there? That's gone. I was talking. What was I talking about there? That's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Isn't it funny? It's gone. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was um, opportunity knocks. I've got. I'm taking. You know when you do that, you take a step back. Good thing nobody's listened to this. My God, it'd be. They might get some doctor's help into it. Anyway, it's gone. Uh, whatever happened, 
I think the next series of Crime Watch should go and look for our scientists. You remember when the lockdown uh, briefing started and they had the, uh, the scientists? The scientists have gone missing now. They've gone. So I think Crime Watch should put these people up and say, have you seen this scientist? Renowned scientist, uh, chief medical officer, chief scientific officer, uh, Valence and Witty. They've gone missing. They have gone missing. Uh, so we need to find them. So you get photo fits, and then we could actually do the uh, whole uh, reconstruction of the crime. I don't think they committed. What did they? And uh, Strictly Come Dancing going to be back. Uh, and some of our people here are very excited. Some, some older dancers are hoping they're going to get called up for this next season. But they reckon they're going to have the first female-female couple, or first female-on-female -female thing. Uh, on, and they're talking, who were they talking about? Gillian Anderson. Who's the other one? Gillian Anderson and Jesse J. Jesse J from the Jesse J talk, singing thing. Uh, they're doing that. But they were talking about, when they talked about the, um, the first gay couple. Yeah. That'll kick off. You know, people get, then they get used to it. You know, it, it's, you know people get used to it. The homophobes all there. Soon get the mission clear off. But man, we could do with something like that. Some light entertainment. Uh, so have I done everything I need to talk to you? I'll put here <laughs> vinegar towels. <laughs> That sounds really rude, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Crime Watch have done that one. Oh, finally, um, I've noticed people are buy, um, are carrying great big jugs of, uh, you know those uh, big uh, carriers of water? It used to be you get the size like the, this coffee cup of people just carrying enough water around like that. Yeah, wouldn't you? But uh, not anymore. It, it seems like uh, you have to buy like a couple of litre, three litre uh, plastic things and you want it, well, the water doesn't stay fresh, does it, if you keep it in there? But you have to, I mean, when it's full, you have to lift the thing up. What is it with water now? There's a story yesterday about a woman who got addicted to drinking water. And it, now listen, because uh, I remember I was an actor. There was an actor in the, yeah, we would, in the, uh, in the gated community. There was an actor who uh, drunk too much water and it diluted his potassium and sodium. You, you need potassium and sodium because uh, that's how your nerves uh, conduct across, and other things. But yeah, potassium, sodium, uh, that's how... So you can dilute everything. He passed out. Yeah, yeah, I think he ended up in hospital. But uh, there was a lassie uh, I saw yesterday who uh, decided that, uh, you know, she, she become... Well, she didn't decide. She got addicted to drinking water. And it's like everything else. It's like everything else. It can't be bad for you. So I think on, and it's a bit, it's people carrying water. Runners carrying water when they go out for a wee jog. They get up the road for 20 minutes and they're carrying, you know, three litres just in case they get a bit thirsty. Jerry Seinfeld said, I only drink when I'm thirsty. And that's not bad, you know. What is it they say? I don't know how many litres I'm supposed to drink. I, I know I don't, well, I, I, yeah, I probably don't drink enough. But in the gated community, we are, we're only allowed to, uh, to turn on more taps. Um, uh, for a certain time uh, during the day, we're not we're not allowed to just you know, and we get to shower every other day. Uh, that's on the rotor as well. You just go on, you log online to the gate uh, to the uh, Vitus Association, and uh, you log on and you can book a time to shower. That's not a lockdown thing, by the way. That's actually what we used. To, that's what we do. Is so we don't use too much water, because uh, we you know well you know there's a lot of good people in this and a lot of people. Uh, uh, we want to look after them. If we use all the water up, uh, we get it from a well. We get it from a well on the gated community. I think it. I think it's been checked for bugs and things. I'm not sure. 
Um, but we get it from a well, and uh, but we can only use uh, certain amounts of water during the day. Now, if you'd like to get involved in this, I, nobody's listening. It's all right, nobody's listening. But you know, it's Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Barber, and the Barber spelled B-A-R-B-O-U-R. Uh, Ronnie Barber, Ronnie at RonnieBarber.co.uk. I'll check those emails. Um, if you want to get involved, if you want to add something, uh, you can go to the, uh, just leave a message on my, uh, my that thing on the uh, Anchor FM. Just leave a wee message, or if you want to get, do some correspondence. It's fine. I might do one of these tomorrow. We'll see how we feel. Uh, my uh, my um, brain, my mental uh, thingy hasn't been that great of late. Uh, so I've been coming off my social media for a wee while every now and then just to kind of clear this because you get so many contentious uh, thoughts about uh, coronavirus. Is this good? Is that good? Uh, is that bad? And, I, and I, some days I just can't deal with it. So, uh, And I would say the same to you. If you are having mental health problems, and you are, I've talked about mental health problems, if you are having mental health problems, look after yourself, switch off the internet, get a book out, go for a walk, and love yourself, right? Just make sure you look after yourself because uh, it's a tough time. It's a tough time. Right, I'll see you. I can see the... Uh, I'll open up the curtains. I shut the curtains in the uh, my uh, gated community uh, accommodation so that I can uh, concentrate on what's happening. But the sun is shining... I think it's not too bad uh, temperature-wise. You have a good day. Uh, get in touch with me, Ronnie at ronniebarber.co.uk. I'll see you maybe the morrow. <laughs>